you know, as Christians, we have to understand and, and be real with where we are. That's what we have to see first, individually. And what where our mindset is and what we desire. Airing the Addisons. I think what God is really calling us back to, it's those individual personal revivals in our own lives where we're like, oh Lord, what have we done? We have minimized you. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. As the church, man, we should be on the forefront of making disciples, of indoctrination in godly things. If we don't train our kids, they will not be able to stand. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Erin Addison's. On American Family Radio, thank you so much for listening. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And uh, Sherry B. and Marty... Oh, it doesn't rhyme. Hold on. I got to I gotta figure out. <laughs> I, I need a rhyme. Um, oh, Marty. Uh, Marty, what's your middle Marty. name, Marty? Taylor. Marty T. Thank yeah, you. Sherry I B. needed Marty it. Marty T. There Sherry B. and Marty T. are on down with us. If, it, if I can't make it cool for me, then the listeners just, they're not, they're out. They're gone, right? Like they care about it being cool for all of us. Uh, anyway, Sherry B and Marty T are on tap to help us navigate the show. Uh, Marty T getting us set up with some video. <laughs> you waited your whole life to be Marty T, Marty. You didn't even know it. You didn't know how important it was for you to be Marty T. You had you had to get to 2021 and uh, and find the joy in being Marty T. Anyway, I'm glad that you're on tap. I appreciate you. Um, continued prayers, please, for our brother J Mac. Um, mm-hmm. He's just really um, he needs our prayers. So. Anyways, um, we miss him and we appreciate him and, and we want him to know that. Mm-hmm. Um, Marty T is helping us with our video, which means um, I could have gone with a visor today. <laughs> I didn't. I opted. No visor. No. Did, so the children got to you finally. I don't know. They get huh? in my head. If I can just be honest, <laughs> they I, as much as I don't want them to get in my head, they do kind of get in my head. Like, and the thing oh, is, I'm not even. I'm not even like a. Um, I'm not even like a huge visor like i i like visors because when i started to allow my hair to do what god designed it to do i used to straighten my hair chemically for years Mm -hmm. straighten my hair um because i just you always want what you don't have naturally right Mm -hmm. so i i used to straighten my hair chemically um and then i just i don't know 11 years ago i was like eh (laughs) <laughs> I'm kind of tired of doing years. it. Wow. Well, yeah, because when I when I decided to stop, yeah. JD, who is now 11, he was about eight months old. If if I if my point of reference is correct, wow. I was just over it. I was like, yeah. And I think I kind of started to to I started to relax, getting the relaxer. You see what I did yeah. there? <laughs> uh, but then made a conscious decision. So here's my point: the visors serve a purpose because, generally speaking, they are the only piece of head equipment that allows. <laughs> for all of this that people can see if they're watching the video. Like there's a lot of hair up there. You know what I mean? And now let let me say something too. Um, And anybody who's over the age of 40 will identify with me here. You you too, Will the Great. Oh yeah. (laughs) I identify. Y'all can see me. So I have, no, here's what I mean. Here's the point that I'm making. Because people need to understand that there is a difference between having um, having a lot of hair, but also having thin hair or fine hair. <laughs> or no hair. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a lot of hair, but the hair that I have is very fine. Mm-hmm. It's very thin, right? Mm-hmm. So it's big, but it can be it can be tamed by things like, you know, visors. 
Right, right. But they, it, it needs breathing room. Yeah. And the visor provides the breathing room. You understand? Anyway, but your children give me a hard time about no, my don't visors. Don't let them get to you. Don't let them get and to so, you. Um, Where your visor? So if, if, because, you know, guys, here's, let me, my trade secrets. The visors allow me to do as little as possible to the hair. <laughs> That's not a secret. Every mom knows that. When you see a mom, guys, okay, I'm sorry, moms. I'm sorry that I'm going to reveal, okay, <laughs> but I am. When you see a mom show up in a ball cap, sometimes, now listen, so you don't know, sometimes that is intentional, and that was a thought-out style. Mm-hmm. Most times, though, that's like, ain't nobody got time for hair. See, but I, I think I think that's the children's gripe. I think they feel like a visor is not a whole hat. <laughs> they do feel that so way, yes. If you wore, <laughs> if you wore like a ball cap, they might be like, oh, okay, yeah. But they do like ball caps, yeah. Visors are their thing. It's like, man, it's a it's yeah. a half a hat. Like, what's the purpose? That's I would have to strong if I if I wore a full cap, which I do from time to time. I do have I do have a whole hat somewhere in the <laughs> closet somewhere. Um, but when I do wear a whole hat, I have to I I have to use you know I have to strong arm my hair. I have to rough house <laughs> it in there. It's like you will get under this hair. Like that's what I have to do with my hair, and and. The visor just allows for a certain kind of like Americana, you know, freedom. Well, I mean, you can wear the ball cap, look like a mechanic. <laughs> wait, oh, wait. I don't know. I don't know if huh? mechanics. I don't know if mechanics everywhere. <laughs> I don't know if car mechanics everywhere look like car mechanics in New Orleans. Oh, like shade in tree. New. Okay, <laughs> man, guys. So look, y'all can tell me that this ones. was not your experience. They they are the best ones. <laughs> I don't know they, if they can they work actually, on these new cars, They actually though. want to fix your problems, These new right? cars like, have all these computers and stuff in them. They might not oh, be Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, I, I, anyway, oh, there's so many different places to go with what you're setting me up for. I don't even know which one to choose. It's like, I don't know which joke to follow. Um, but the shade tree mechanics, mm-hmm. the kind of mechanics that I grew up being familiar with, yeah. right? Um, they always had big hair, and they never <laughs> felt compelled to fit all of it under a cap. No, why? So it came mm. out where it felt like it wanted where it felt like it wanted to come out. Over the ears. So it kind of looked <laughs> it, <laughs> Anyways, um but I will tell you what. I will tell you what your car was going to be repaired. Oh yeah. Your car was going to be repaired um and and it was going to be running in a few hours. <laughs> right. Right? Right. Oh yeah, I got I, I take care of this. I'll get you straight. I'll get you on the road. <laughs> You know, today, Man. today, <laughs> well, if we can get your part in. Right, right. You know, it's remember the complicated. Good, I hate to say it this way, but you remember the good old days where like if you had a headlight get foggy or something like that, you could replace <laughs> your own headlight. You just oh, yeah. go go on into your local right. automobile you store. Ball, and, pl- plug it in. Not Today. Me. Today they tell you, well, we had to fly someone in from Hong Kong. <laughs> it's crazy. And so the park got here before they did. As soon as they get here and they can change out your lamp. Right. They got to take the whole we'll front end off. Like, they we take... had a battery die. Oh, my goodness. Why couldn't the people replace the battery? Man. He said, we're not allowed to touch yeah, it. We can't touch this. I mean, what, is it going <laughs> to explode? No, nah, we just, I mean, it's in, it's in there in a way that they won't let us touch it. Why? Shout out, shout out to Pastor Dames. Hello, Pastor Dames. <laughs> Watch this. No, I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> my family, they love it. They love it. My family, they love it. Anyway, it's Friday. We do a little bit of a lighter show. Uh, we got some headlines for you. And then there's one article that is kind of not as light as I would like it to be, but I do want to bring it to our listeners' attention because, man, this is one of those things. This is one of those things where we're constantly telling you or reminding or encouraging you to be vigilant as it pertains to your family, to mm. care about what your kids are into. I read this article that just, um, oh my goodness, it just shook me so much that I thought, man, parents, please be vigilant. Pay attention yeah. to what your kids are doing and do not underestimate people who have uh, nefarious aims in their heart and desires in their mm. heart. Um, and, and, and we'll talk a little bit about that. It's just a, uh, a moment of sobriety, mm. if you will. So so we'll talk a little bit about that. But first, Will the Great, what's coming up? We have some announcements. Well, of course, you can email us at addisons at AFR.net, addisons at AFR.net. Follow us on Facebook and on YouTube, and you can watch the broadcast live right now. I was about to say show, but you can, you can watch the broadcast live <laughs> uh, right now. Uh, just search for us, airing the Addisons. Um, also, we have our final, our last MFL date night coming up. Uh, next Tuesday, Little Rock, Arkansas, November mm -hmm. 9th. Yes. yes. And so if you want more details about that, I hadn't heard from Jay that it was closed down. So It's you can, getting close, though. In our last meeting, I think her cap, she was getting pretty close to her cap. Says, Do you think though, she just kind of like has the last one, whoever comes? <laughs> she's opened the banquet up fully. It's like, oh. okay, the other invited guest didn't. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, guys. But you can go to uh, marriagefamilylife.net, marriagefamilylife.net, and I guess you can still register, register there. So um, go ahead and do that. And also, let's see here. I got my papers today. You got your papers. <laughs> my papers today. Get your papers. Yeah. Out. The by design challenge for November uh, is going to be for the family to do something together for Thanksgiving. You know, whether that's a meal, whether that's some type of tradition that you start. And so a way to pull the family uh, together would be great. You can go to make sure you go to uh, AFA.net slash by design to check out the by design web page. Also, we have some um, articles and we have some videos there you want, want to check out. Now, our video hasn't been put up there yet. I don't know why. but Which video? The two videos we, we did. Remember early the on? By design videos? Yeah. But Are anyway. Are trying to tell us something? <laughs> did I do my hair for those videos? Sure you did. Maybe they're trying to. <laughs> sure anyway, continue. I didn't mean to derail your announcement. But go ahead and, and check out that by design page. Um, and also, National Collection Week, uh, we talk about this because we, we do this with our yes. family. Uh, Operation Christmas Child. Um, stuff one of those shoe boxes or five of them or ten of them. You know, yeah, it's just a great thing. as many as you thing. like. As many as you like. It's just a great thing to do as a family. It's a great thing to do as a church. Our church did some things together last year with that. But just visit um, SamaritansPurse.org slash OCC get more information about uh those things and we have a, i'm sure we're gonna have an interview coming up uh soon with a representative from operation christmas child talk more about that that's right we absolutely will i will tell you something that we're gonna do and this is the first time that we have done this with our kids i don't know that um this would be something that we do every november but i i kind of feel like it might it, it was something that um just Again, I'm not trying to be churchy for no reason, but I think in terms of the Holy Spirit leading his people. Amen. So so whenever there are ideas that occur to me, good ideas, 
<laughs> right. <laughs> oh, that's important. Important <laughs> distinction. Um, I tend to think, oh, okay, the Lord is leading, you know, that by his spirit, he is leading mm -hmm. us. And so, so for November, our family is going to be going through um, the prophecies of Jesus Christ that he fulfilled and is coming. Mm -hmm. And I mentioned this in our local fellowship and another sister uh, said to me, oh my goodness, we're doing that in our family. Like we're going to start oh, wow. it. Uh, yeah. And go through the prophecies that Jesus fulfilled. And so I would just throw that out there um, in the area to, to be put in the category of uh, suggestions. Like if you're as a family, you're saying, okay, what tradition can we start mm -hmm. um, in November? Maybe it's that leading up to the celebration of the birth of Christ. Um, you focus maybe a little bit less on the commercialism mm -hmm. that is Christmas and more on the eternal significance of what it is that um, Man, the word became flesh so and dwelt among us. That's so important because it's so easy yeah. to jump into the commercialized, you know, oh, event, yeah. you know, and lose what it's all about. You know, that's exactly right. I mean, I got <laughs> it gets you right in your home, yeah. right? Because um, there are certain stores that start sending their wish list books out. Mm hmm that your kids find right. I want on this. countertops I want and then they start going through it <laughs> like, and you what? can see, watch me go back to old school churchy. You can see that spirit of covetousness. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but you can see them starting to covet and they start going Man. through talking about all the things that they want. And so one of the things that we tried to be very conscious about is um, allowing them to celebrate and understand that what our traditions are, our customs in this country are not necessarily sinful, that we do give gifts to one another, but mm -hmm. we really want them to understand the significance of it. And not from a place of that sounds good to say, but we really want them to behold your God, mm -hmm. like understand what God was doing. And so uh, one of the ways that we thought we might do that is to go through the prophecies that Jesus fulfilled at his coming. Um, this, this provides for your kids or enables your kid uh, your kid or kids to have a rich and deep understanding of the faith to understand that they are not invited to a blind faith, mm. right? That they are invited to a faith with evidence of faith that holds up under the weight of scrutiny that's right. that you can ask questions. And this is a very good thing. And so I just want to throw that out and say, that's what the Addisons are doing. So if you guys, uh, if there's anybody listening who says, Hey, you know what? I think I'm going to do that too. Um, then post on the air on the Addison's page. Let us know how it's going. Like, let us know, um, the reaction of your kids or your grandkids. Maybe if we've got some grandparents who are uh, grandparenting as a verb and you're saying, hey, <laughs> yeah. you know what? We're going to give gifts, but we're also going to take our kids on a trek and, and look at how Jesus Christ or our grandkids on a trek and look at how Jesus Christ fulfilled prophecy. Mm. Which, why is that encouraging? Because if he did it once. Come on. He'll do it again. <laughs> I'm churchy today. I just feel really churchy. And that's okay. I'm just going to go with it. Um, Aaron the Addisons will open the phone lines. 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. It's the Friday edition. You can be a part of the show. We'll be right back. So this morning, J.D. got up in his usual fashion, stumbling down the hall. Mm -hmm. uh, he's 11, just for our listeners. He's kid number three. Um, and he gets up, stumbling down the hall, and, and I see him, and, and he's, uh, you know, that early morning kid, you know, rubbing his face, and he's he, his body hasn't even really adjusted to the fact that he's right. awake, you know? And he's going, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> and I said, what are you sorry about? And he goes, I'm sorry, I'm late, you know. And this morning, it was after 7.30, but I told him to meet me at the table at 8 a.m. this mm-hmm. morning. Mm-hmm. You know, a little bit later, I said, meet me at the table. Mm-hmm. And so I reminded him of, him of that, and, and he was like, oh, man. And it's the equivalent of setting an alarm that you didn't need to set. You oh, know what I mean? Yeah. And so, so he said... Um, I think I'm going to get some schoolwork done this morning. You know, I think I'm going to work on some stuff. And I was really proud of him because we've had um, a lot of discussion recently about him pushing himself and not being lazy, mm-hmm. not just doing bare minimum basic just to kind of get by with his education. And um, and so he's really taken that to heart. And I was so proud of him that he responded in that way. And then I said, uh, I said, well, let's sit down together and look at some things. And it was kind of like, <laughs> he was hoping to work independently. So I said, well, you can do a little bit of that, you know, because it's a, di- it's a different beast mm-hmm. when you work with mom, you know, it, it is, it is. I've been known, you know, to take one problem and, and find all the intricacies of it and uh, turn it into 20 minutes. And <laughs> anyway, I'm aware of my weaknesses. All right. Welcome back to Aaron. The Addison's this is the Friday edition of Aaron. The Addison's I'm Meeking. And I'm Will, and that was Canton Jones with No One Greater. Sherry B. and Marty T. helping us navigate the show, and we're taking your calls. We do a lot of listener calls on Friday. We want to hear from you. You can give us feedback on the week, uh, things that you heard, things that maybe you didn't hear and you wanted to hear. Um, mm-hmm. If we've heard about it, we'll comment on it. Uh, but it's the Friday show. It's the gumbo show. So everything within reason can go in the pot. And the phone lines are lit. You can be a part of the show, 888-589-8840. Will the Great, where do we go first? All right, let's go to Dante in Mississippi. Hi, Dante. Hey, how's it going? Going good. Hello. Hey, look, I just want to make sure that you guys are in agreement with this, that this vaccine mandate is essentially a, an act of tyranny. Would you not agree with that? <laughs> I would yeah. agree, yes. Have you, Dante, do you follow our show? I, I do. I try to catch it when I can. And I, okay. I just want to draw this point to this, so so bear with me. I want to build, store, build the question. Sure. So if... If that's an act of tyranny, and our country was founded on an act of tyranny, would you agree with that? Oh, man, so, I've hmm. explored this conversation before. <laughs> yeah. yeah, go ahead. So, so here's, here's my point. Here's my point. I'm not saying that we go to arms because that, that would not work in this day and age. It worked for them during the British colonies, and, and that's the way it had to be. But we are in dire, dire measures right now. Hmm. And as a person that could be affected by this, this vac- vaccine, this this mandate, this, mm-hmm. you know, this tyrannical mandate, um, we've got to do something as, as a, a populace of people that are opposed to it. So I, I'm asking, why don't we do something that's that as extreme as we can be in this day and age is to go, mm-hmm. look, on the some of us have a referendum or a mandate on the 22nd of November saying, look, either we do a walkout on the 22nd or we show up on the on the on the steps of the of the White House or the steps of the of Congress and say, look, this is the population that you're fixing to uh, put to the curb because of your ridiculous mandate. This is the effect that it's fixing to have on your government mm-hmm. with the shutdown because of your lack of uh, of understanding what you're causing us to do. That uh, to me, I think that's about the most uh, extreme thing that we can do to drive home the point that this is just an absolute ridiculous mandate. You know, yeah. Look, Dante, let me say. Oh, go ahead. Well, no, the great. I'm sorry. Say, and I was listening to Dante. Yeah. And there were some people who tried to go to D.C. and, um, you know, voice their opinion about the mm-hmm. le- election. And it seems like what happened was it, 
some of it got turned around to be like, oh, it's an insurrection. You know, so it's like you you think about that type of stuff and you're like, do I really want to go, you know, to, say what, to where it would be spun around, <laughs> even though I'm going to voice my, you know, complaint where it's going to be spun to where these people are here to try to, you know, it's an insurrection again. You know, I, I think I think a part of the spinning is to prevent that. Mm-hmm. I, 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 <laughs> I My thought is that that is the aim. Yeah. That people will not, not um, exercise their yeah. constitutional rights mm-hmm. to um, to protest and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. Right. I think that that's a part of it. And so I, I personally don't think that people should give up on, on the rights that they have and the freedoms that they have. Just to say, you know, I don't think that we go looking. And I, I will tell you something. I think that if you look, well, oh, goodness. You look <laughs> at some of the things that surrounded those events, mm-hmm. um, those things were not organic. Yeah. Yeah, those yeah. Those things were not organic. Well, yeah. Not at all. Not right. at all. And and it's a shame because we've got uh we've got people in our country right now who are uh being threatened by the federal government That's because right. of simply being in our nation's capital on January 6th. But the being 6th. there and not even having taken part nope. in the other stuff that happened. Just but being there. It's being there. We I know, know that, that for a fact. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 that is wrong. That is wrong. But but can I say something, too? I just want to bring some clarity to something that our brother Dante said. Mm-hmm. Just just this is a minor tweak. So when we say that our country was founded by an act of tyranny or founded on tyranny, I, I would say the I think once I listened to Dante and understood where he was going, I think what he meant to say was that it was it was founded as a response to tyranny. Mm-hmm. It was founded as a response to tyranny. Right. So that what we're looking at in the country in our country right now is tyrannical. It is tyranny now to compel people to do things that violate uh, violates their conscience, to compel people to do things that go against their own desire, their own will. Um, when you don't have a compelling reason to do that. Yes, that is tyrannical. And so I just just to it's a slight distinction. I hope no, that my a, distinction is understood. No, that, that's okay. clear. That's clear. All right. So anyway, but yeah, Dante, can I say something else in addition to what Will the Great just expressed? Um, what you are describing takes a strong will of people. Right. No group can make people do this. And I'm going to tell you, the people who would show up to protest anywhere and in any space is going to be the people who are in the group who will personally reject the compulsion. So if you don't have people who will personally reject compulsion, like you are you are being forced or compelled to do something against your own will. If you are not willing to personally reject that, you will not publicly stand against it. So here's what we need. This is the bottom line. We need people of character. Yeah. On an individual basis before you mob people up because the mob, excuse the expression, I say the group must be made of people who have strong character. Mm -hmm. They've got to have the type of will to say no. Mm -hmm. And where do you see that? That's going to happen in the context of in our personal individual lives. Mm -hmm. And until you get to that point, you're not going to have a successful show up, if you will. Yeah. So I don't know if that's helpful, but that's my that's my take on that. I think that's good. And I I see where, you know, there's some states and businesses are saying that we're not doing this. I think that has to happen. I think once I think as that's happening, other uh, backbones will straighten as well. And yes, that's normally what happens. You know, when you have one entity saying we're not doing this and this is why. Yeah. Then you usually have some other people saying we're not doing it either. 
And I said, I think that has to happen on a corporate level, but on an individual level yes, as well, you know, and, but yeah, I, I, I agree with what he's saying, but you know, it's going to be spun. He's going to be, you know, turned inside out. These people are this and that. Yeah. So I think you have to count the cost and be ready for, for whatever. Yeah. Which yeah. means again, you need strength of character and in the, yeah. in, in the individual. Yeah. Strength of character yeah. in the individual. I, I, I want to stress that. Strength of character in the individual before you would make up a group that has yeah. backbone and character. Yeah. It's yeah. one person at a time right. with the backbone and the character. Right. And that's where we're lacking. That's where we're lacking. Just if I could draw a line under that statement. Um, all right. Well, the great. Where do we go next? All right. Let's go to uh, Chris in Arkansas. Hi, Chris. Hey, guys. Hello. Hello. Hey, hey uh, homeschool dad. Uh, here, so uh, awesome. Also, uh, also got a, uh, a large group of kids. You know how um, going to Noah's Ark and Creation Museum uh, in, for family vacation in December. So fantastic! Uh, y'all been right? Yes. Yes, we have. Uh, yeah. Uh, any recommendations or uh, things to know <laughs> before we go? Uh, I mean, I've been to Creation Museum. I understand that, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm talking about uh, specific Noah's Ark. Stuff like that. As a large family, y'all can kind of help me out with that. Yeah. Okay. So one of the things I would say that when we go back, because we will go back, when we go back is it takes way more time to work your way through the arc than you think. Yes. I mean, it is, there is something to see everywhere, everywhere and all of it. This is what I am so amazed by the ministry answers in Genesis and all the detail or the attention that they pay to detail. Mm -hmm. So there's, there, there, there's so much to see everywhere. And um, I don't know the ages of your kids, um, Chris, I I don't know how that all goes, uh, but we had a stroller (laughs) for the one-year-old. Yeah. You need that. Okay, you need that. It is so much fun. It is. I mean, there's a lot to see. There's a lot to take in. Right. Um, One of our daughters, the oldest, and and just recently she asked me if she could go through my phone to find those pictures. She was taking pictures of some of the exhibits, if you will, that are throughout the arc because she we there's not enough time to read everything. That's a lot. And you want to read everything like you. I mean, it is just so wonderfully done. You know, God in his infinite wisdom, when we present to our kids animals just hanging over the side of the ark and <laughs> and this little, you know, I, you know, little putter putter boat. You know what I mean? Like it's not we were talking about a massive structure yeah. and to be able to walk through something like that and um and to see everything that's there and all of the the detail yeah. and then the information, the background information that is there and then the relevant application to current events also in the arc. Like it, it is, man, it's it's a living education that's happening. So no, what I would great. say is give yourself some time. Yes. Um, prepare to eat there. Man, they got um, a restaurant that is man, it's it's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> All right. It's it, it's amazing. <laughs> so just just prepare to spend some time there because you, you can go from sun up to, to they tell you go home, right. which <laughs> right. we were we were there that we got the, you know, 15 minute. Mm-hmm. There was an announcement. The last you know, one's out. So it's like, ah, <laughs> man. Yeah. You know, so there's it's just wonderful. It's wonderfully done. It's a great family vacation. I cannot recommend it highly enough. Um, anyway, you're going to enjoy it to our brother Chris and, and to your family. And because you guys educate your kids at home 
Oh man, it just brings everything that you're doing hands on to life. Mm-hmm. It just I mean, it's so much of it is so rich. You know, mm-hmm. God bless answers in Genesis. Yeah. All right, well the great, where do we go next? All right, let's go to Pam in Indiana. Hi, Pam. Hi. Um first of all, I'd like to say I only listen to AFR. I don't have a TV. I only listen to AFR or I read. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the lighter side, I want to tell you I was cracking up laughing. When Mickey was talking about her hair, because <laughs> I am a person with lighter skin. My best friend is a person with darker skin. Uh-huh. She always pays to get her hair straightened, and I always pay to get mine curly. And we always <laughs> talking about it. That's funny. like okay, God gave us, so now we're not doing it. Now we're happy with the hair that God gave us, but we've yes. done it for years. Yeah. Where I paid to get mine curled, and she paid to get her straightened, and we crack each other up every time we talk about it. Isn't that something, Pam? It's just true that we always tend to want what Mm -hmm. is not natural to us. Like we, there's, you look over there and you go, oh man, look at that hair that's just so straight. And then you talk to the friend who has straight hair and it's like, my hair doesn't do anything. And I'm like, man, I paid money to get my hair not to do anything. You know what I mean? So it's just one of those things. But yeah, Pam, that's, that's so funny. Kudos. Look, kudos to you and your friend uh, who have been able to accept what God gave you. Amen. (laughs) Amen. It's sometimes a life journey. All right, Will the Great, where do we go next? All right, let's go to Lisa in Tennessee. Hi, Lisa. Hey, guys. How are you doing? doing Hello, good. doing well. And, and I just want to tell you, y'all are just such a blessing to me every Aww. day. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. 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 made me cry. But what I called about was Dante's comment about going, you know, and like you said, you responded about all the people that have been in trouble after the January 6th fiasco at the Capitol and everything and then not only that it's like I think it was on at the core and they made the statement that it doesn't matter what we do and again I'm a truck driver so Mm -hmm. you know there's been talk about what if if the truck drivers stop what if we get a pack together and we stop well here's the deal the guys up there that are elite they've got their own supply bunch so it's not going to affect them and they don't care all we're going to do is hurt one another and i just mm. believe that you know the lord is the the lord's in control we know Amen. that we know who's in control and i just believe that we need to get together more so as a community and just pray 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 mm-hmm. Amen. Uh, mm-hmm. you know but if you look at what's happened in virginia i just the lord is working he's moving in mighty ways and I just got to have faith in him that he's going to work it out, that we got to we got to look to him for it. That's Amen. right. And I Amen. and I would I would absolutely, Lisa, thank you so much. I would echo your sentiment of the importance of the gathering of the believers. Yes. The encouragement that God intends for us to be to one another um, when we are pressed on and we are, you know, pushed against the wall. Uh, the Lord has given us not only the encouragement of one another, but his spirit who indwells us, right? Mm. And this is why we began saying, when we first started talking about this, where you are convicted, remain convicted. Why do we say that? Because that's the catch-all for us living faithfully before the Lord. The Lord gives us a conviction. The Lord tells us to do or not to do whatever it is, whatever it is, remain convicted there. And then look, I'm going to tell you, um, I, I cannot stress enough the need for each individual to have that conviction. Mm. So if you stand up alone, if you don't have a mass of people standing with you, do you then choose not to stand? (laughs) I would say no, right? So how do you get to that place? You get to that place by each person being resolute 
each person resolving in his or her own heart and mind, this is where the Lord has told me to stand and I can do no other. Amen. I'm going to stand right here. Amen. All right, we got to grab the break. 888-589-8840. Aaron the Addison's American Family Radio. We'll be right back. I mean when I say each person has to be convicted each and, and we're going to go back to the phone lines here the point that I'm making is this if you have um, like say you have an organization that moves to say um, we're going to fight against tyranny mm-hmm. but there are no people that you're fighting on behalf of like if so for example the American Family Association has said that it's not going to compel its employees to take a shot against their conscience, right? right? And so not only that, we were talking with our brother Abraham uh, via email and, and looking at what's going on in our organization um, filing a petition um, to fight this tyranny. And and so there's going to be an outcome um, as a result of that. But just think about if, like, like the American Family Association wouldn't have to stand up and say, we're not going to compel our employees to take a shot if all the employees take the shot. Yeah, right, right. I mean, I know that you, that's very basic, but just think about it. what I, what I'm saying is our individual conviction mm. matters. Mm-hmm. It matters. Like sometimes there is safety in numbers in our mind. And so we're trying to get to the numbers without understanding how you build the numbers. Mm. One, two, mm-hmm. three, like, right. So what I'm saying is each person has to be convicted. If if Amen. it's true, if we've got about 70 percent of the population that's already gotten the shots, mm-hmm. you know, and then I, w- I was reading also, I think it's San Francisco is looking at compelling um, children to have to show proof of quote unquote vaccination. Wow. San Francisco said for five to 11 year olds, if they're out with their. So 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 guess what? Which parent, which parent that believes the information that they have no choice and is willing to take a shot, even if it goes against their conscience? I, please, I'm being very specific here. So go with me. Which parent who believes that taking a shot, which violates their conscience, they don't want to do it, but they believe they have to do it to be employed. Which of those parents will then stand between medical, quote unquote, um, compulsion Mm -hmm. and and their kid? (laughs) There's not many. There's not many. If you really believe the information, if you believe that you have to do this to live. You believe you have to do it to live. Then if you take a five to 11 year old and say, well, the five to 11 year old can't go to school unless you do it. So do you see how one person making one decision to do Mm -hmm. one thing does not exist in a vacuum affecting one person? Like it has ripple effects. Yeah. And and what people in positions of power in this in this country have banked on is um, the individuals. Not acting individually, <laughs> being afraid, being very afraid and doing things they otherwise would not do. Yeah. So right. that's the point that I'm trying to make there. And I, ho- I hope that it's clear. Um, let's go back to the phone lines. Will the Great. Where do we go? All right. Let's go to Anthony in Mississippi. Hi, Anthony. Hey, how y'all doing today? Long time. Hey, no hey brother Anthony. How are you doing? 
I'm doing fine. Look, two things I'm going to talk about. One, Will, Wednesday program, you said it right. This nation has forgotten that America was built on the foundation of the Bible and on Christianity. Mm -hmm. They need to get back to that. Mm -hmm. Secondly, a lot of blacks in America, especially those that are young blacks, have forgotten a lot of blacks were a part of the Republican Party before they got coerced into switching to the Democratic Party. And now that many of them are going back to the Republican Party, you have blacks just downplaying other blacks because they choose to be conservative, be a part of the Republican Party. And it irates me to no end that these individuals, especially on these liberal news broadcasts like CNN, mm-hmm. MSNBC, they just don't get it. Individuals, as Nikki said just a few minutes ago, get to make a choice and stand by the choice they make on their own conscience as to what's best for them. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to get off and hear y'all reply. Yeah, you know, one of the things I will say, there's so much wrapped up in uh, what our brother just said. There's so many different approaches you could take uh, to the comments. I want to comment on the push for um, identity Mm -hmm. because I I really think like, okay, so if you talk about black Americans, one of the things that I have observed is that if you can attach issues to people's identity and to say this issue matters to you because you are X or because you are Y, then you can shape those issues in however you, whatever way you see fit to make that issue work. I I was thinking um, just this morning, how unfortunate it is that um, when you look at critical race theory and you look at the social justice movement, and I say this, I say this kind of tongue in cheek, but I say it very directly and I say it very firmly. And I understand that it upsets some people, but I'm just kind of stacked that way. Um, it's just it, it is that uh, it's unfortunate that um, black people would have fought for equality in this country only to have it hijacked by a homosexual agenda and to say mm. that it's not worth fighting for unless sexual identity is linked to it. Man. <laughs> Man. Yeah. So. It, it is a type of discrimination. It is a type of partiality that goes undetected because people are calling your name black, black, black. Right. So so you hear that. So you think, well, that must be good because these people all care about me. But they say black and then hope that you don't also hear uh, trans mm. and and and, you know, homo and, and whatever, however you want to say it, hom- homosexual or pansexual and and i'm saying that as an abbreviation to shorten it you know they they're hoping that you don't hear that and and i think that's because people have found their identity in those things that are superficial now what would it look like in a country where all of us regardless of the shade of our skin color what if we found our identity in christ what if that was our first and foremost identity christ over everything what would that look like for the attempt to control us. Mm. We wouldn't be easily manipulated. Right. Like we wouldn't, you know what I'm saying? We wouldn't be easily swayed because we would say, well, yeah, I mean, okay, I guess you could put me in that category if you want, but the category that matters most to me is that of being a Christian. I am willing to suffer and to die for Christ, which means I am willing to suffer as I live for him too. Mm. 
but people are unwilling to do that. So I think um, identity has played a huge role in the crumbling of our nation. Yeah. And that's a shame. That is an absolute shame. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, the great. Where do we go next? All right. Let's go to Janet in Texas. Hi, Janet. Hey, how are y'all? Doing Hello. Good. good. I really appreciate both of you so much because you really are a good Christian couple and you are teaching your children the truth of God's word and you're raising them in the ways of the Lord. And Praise I'm God. very proud of you. But I also want to respond to uh, Dante's comment yes. that we were founded on tyranny. We were not. Uh, this country was founded uh, like your my brother in Christ that just spoke. We were founded on the on God's principles, the Word of God, mm-hmm. and uh, and that is the truth. And uh, we are truly one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And uh, I will say that if they, there is an excellent book out there, and I would like for Dante and all the listeners listening, if you want to know some truths, of our, the actual truths of our founding, America's Providential History is by Stephen McDowell. Mm-hmm. That is an excellent book to, to share and to acknowledge the truths of our founding there's another book, America's God and Country by William J. Federer. Mm-hmm. Those two books are excellent books. If they want to know the truths of our founding and quotes from our founding fathers, America's God and Country, that will open the eyes of anyone that wants to know the truths of the founding and the hearts of our founders. Very good. Janet, thank you so much. I appreciate thank you, you calling and, and what a blessing and encouragement to our heart. I will tell you, we're not good. We're not good. Um, but because of Jesus, we are righteous. Amen. Praise the Lord. Like Amen. we have been made, we have been made the righteousness of God in Christ that's Jesus. Right. Uh, we fail a lot. We, we don't. And that's why I always say, you know, this is an hour kind of snapshot of the day. And that's why we try to um, also reveal um, those those parenting failures, those moments where you're like, <laughs> you know, um, but I appreciate you. And I, I just want to say that it's a blessing for us to be on the air at this time, encouraging the body of Christ that you listen, you know, faithful following of the Lord Jesus Christ is what the Lord has required of us. Amen. Right. Like he we need to be faithful. We need to follow after him closely, getting as close to the word of God as we can. Um, so I just wanted to say that. But then also I want to say, too. Um, I second uh, Janet's suggestion on the book book reading. And then also, I think I think that uh, just I want to use some charity here. I really think that what our brother Dante meant to say was that our country was founded as a response to tyranny. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't based on following the logic of his comments. Right. Because if if I remember what he said, he said now he I think this was just a, a, a misspeak, right? He said our country was founded on tyranny and he said, um, and I'm not saying we need to go to guns or anything, but he started out asking the question, These, this vaccine so-called mandate is tyrannical. This is tyranny, isn't mm-hmm. it? And so he was saying, how did we respond the last time to tyranny? Mm-hmm. So I don't think he meant to say that our country was founded on tyranny. I think what he was getting at was that our country was founded as a response to tyranny, yeah. a response to uh, an overpowering uh, monarch, right? And so I, I think, and that's me um, employing charity. I, I think that's what our brother was saying. And then just the context clues of what, where he went from there. So anyway, I think if our brother Dante could call back in, that's what he would say. 
And if I'm wrong, Dante, you give us a call back and then say, no, I said what I meant. <laughs> and then I'll be like, oops. <laughs> okay. Well, the great, where do we go next? Let's go to Michael in Florida. Hi, Michael. Hi, I love your show. Um, you guys are doing a great job. God bless uh, you. I wanted to comment, though. Um, a couple things I wanted to say. First off, just to add some spice to the program. I haven't heard from uh, Brenda and Bob for a while. <laughs> <laughs> They're in counseling. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, Michael. Go ahead. Okay, I have a, um, a concern, and I don't hear anybody talking about it. But I'm with the government doing all this overreach. Um, I'm. Do you think that they – I don't trust them at all. But do you think that they would go so far as, uh, you know, like people that live in government-subsidized housing – or that they would go so far as to take away their disability or uh, Social Security? <laughs> That's the concern, That's isn't it? Question. Because as we look at the the mandate, mm-hmm. so-called, as we look at, at the directive, we see it um, unashamedly attached to government funding, yeah. government care, government um, facilities. We see that. And I, you don't want to go beyond... You know what is written? I think it's possible, but I don't. For sure. Yeah. Can I can I say that? I know. Look, we 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 try to be very careful here, but I don't trust uh, certain people who say what they're about <laughs> when they're in positions of power. This is not us inferring, right? Like there there are some things that we know they believe, and every now and again they say it. I mm-hmm. I think. That Terry McAuliffe in Virginia, running for governor there, he lost his he lost his run, okay, or his bid. But um, you know, oh, man, there's so much. Okay, <laughs> please remind me to talk about Virginia at some point. I know you will. Yeah, man, you have to. I I have to talk about Virginia. Okay, remind me. Let me say this: when you hear from a person like a a Terry McAuliffe, and I'm just going to extrapolate some of the comments and just spread those comments across the country. I'm going to take them from Virginia, and like icing, I'm going to spread them across the country here. What was the Terry McAuliffe of the country saying? Okay, he was saying that parents don't have control over their kids. So you're, you're like, Mickey, what does that have to do with mandates? What I'm telling you is that people who have this kind of ideology do not believe in individual liberty. Mm. They believe in compulsion. They believe that you should be forced. You should be made to do what they think you should be made to right, do. Right. So if you take that conviction, now that's just a tipping of the hand. You you hear something like that coming from a McAuliffe, you, you know, but that's the heart. Mm-hmm. Th- that That is what is in the whole deck. That's not just in his hand. That's the deck. That's the, those are the cards. So, so while you may not have that now, I think what we see coming from our government is, oh, wow. Guys, listen to me. Spare me a couple seconds here. When in our country, it was revealed that all you got to do is tell Christians they can't meet and they're willing Mm. to give it up. All you got to do is tell them that y'all can't gather. And they're like, we can't gather. Oh, we can't gather. We can't. I think I really think that our country and those who were licking their lips to get in positions of power. We're like, wait a minute. This is going to be easier than we thought. Here we were thinking we're going to have to fight for a few more years. But, man, these people don't care about their freedoms. (laughs) These people don't care. All we got to do is tell them they can't meet to worship the God they say is of utmost importance to them. Mm -hmm. God and country. Well, we just removed God. So now all they got is country. 
Oh, wait, mm. hold up a second. <laughs> Guys, what I'm telling you is they're watching all of the moves we do and don't take. And all of those moves say something to them about how far they have left to go for their total dominance. And now y'all can call me conspiratorial if you want, but we're watching it play out. Yeah. All right. Until Monday, Lord willing. God bless.